after the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. The floor is yours 01419511025 Were you at a game today? What did you make of it? Are you happy? Unhappy with what you saw From your team? Share it with us On the phones or on Twitter At Clyde SSB What a huge afternoon We have tomorrow As well remember We'll be back at Super scoreboard On the air from 1pm We'll be here on Clyde 1 As normal But we'll also be on Clyde 2 So you have to remember that Very important Because at 4 o'clock We will switch over solely to Clyde 2 You can find that on digital radio The Radio Clyde app Smart speakers Or on 11.52am So very easy to find But just to mark your card on that tomorrow Here from 1 o'clock Hugh Keevans um, Some interesting results Some interesting happenings today um, But you would imagine Lots of people have got Some opinions about tomorrow They'd like to share Well you just uh, In the break there uh, Told me that Scott Bain Has played every Betfred Cup game For Celtic In goal so, Interesting. Uh, will Scott Bean play against Hearts tomorrow? No, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> when I say every, it's worth bearing in mind that our European teams, like Celtic and Rangers, have only played twice to get yeah. to this stage of the League Cup. So you don't have a, a great sample to choose from. But there we are. I, I just think there's a, a, a an historic distinction at stake for Celtic in Edinburgh tomorrow. They have the double treble in their possession. They have dominated Scottish football since Brendan Rodgers became manager. They would be loath to lose any of those trophies. So tomorrow, one of them goes on the line. And for me, that means Craig Gordon and no one else plays. Yeah, some big questions then. Rangers fans, who do you play up front? You can't play Morelos, you can't play Lafferty. So how do you get around that issue? And who do you play in goal? Alan McGregor's the number one. But Wes Fotheringham's been playing the League Cup game So who would you choose? 01419511025 And Celtic fans It's a very similar question for you No Scott Brown Tom Rogic is a doubt Who are you picking? And again what about goals? Scott Bain going to play? Or is it going to be back to Craig Gordon? Let us know And we're also on Twitter At Clyde SSB um, We're going to hear from The managers this afternoon as well Hugh Keevans uh, Who will the happy Campers be uh, Well Tommy Wright uh, He's got back to back wins And he now moves To within three points of Hibs Now we have raved about Hibs all season long And justifiably uh, And I do appreciate that Hibs have a game in hand Over St Johnston But there's now only three points between them uh, And that is the value of back to back wins How St Mirren would love Any win Back to back On its own any win They've played 10 games This season They've won one match They are one point Off the bottom of the league uh, So it's been a day of A day of highs and lows And well done the Ackies For going to The most talked about team Kilmarnock Who in the calendar year Just passed Get more points than anyone Including Celtic But the Ackies have gone there Weathered the storm And get out with a point So well done Martin Canning Yes indeed Ben says We apology from the boys eh Who wrote Aki's off Before a ball was kicked Cheers He's thanking you in advance Yeah it's Ben yeah, Very polite well, well, well Steve Clark There's a question Be disappointed Because I touched on earlier That When you're expected To win games mm-hmm. It's a different Sort of pressure On players To do that And Kilmarnock was, Were expected To win today And make it Five wins in a row And I, they I couldn't quite be, live up to that pressure I think he'd be disappointed Mark for, for one very simple reason 
they have been the most consistent team in the country over a 12-month period. They were playing at home. They were going for a record equaling five consecutive wins. And they've blown it. Mm. Yes, and Mirren fans, let's hear from you as well. Another disappointing afternoon. Partick Thistle fans still waiting on that first win uh, under Gary Caldwell also. So it's 01419511025. We're here till six o'clock. Uh, let's do this. Billy is a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Billy. Oh, hold on. I'm gonna, I've got one or two slight technical issues that I'm going to have to negotiate before I can get Billy on the line. Um, but I know what he wants to talk about anyway. He wants to talk about the goalkeeper. So I, w- um, I was going to ask you to come and fix my <laughs> clocks in the house, but not anymore. Well, they're not my technical difficulties. I can easily just blame somebody else who's just rushed into the, yeah, the studio I, I, to I, fix it. I wonder what the, the guy was saying earlier on about because we predicted that Hamilton would get beat today. Uh-huh. There we go. Hold on. Don't you worry. We're back. Billy, on you go. How you doing, lad? Can you hear me? Yes, got yeah. you. Hey, I think Al McGregor will be the, the guy as we get through the final. Because that way I look at it, especially uh, we look at Alex Ferguson, we've done it with Jim Leighton. They run the house Les Sealy in, and the kid was a cup game or a league game. We basically went when they won the league or the cup. And, and that was a loyal friend of his. You always all got to play your best 11. And then I think it's just a huge either. You go, if they're lucky enough to get sailed to the final, it's a no brainer. They're going to bring Alan McGregor. You play, you play your best 11. But what about no tomorrow, reason, Billy? Tomorrow, the semi final, would you play Alan McGregor tomorrow? Tomorrow, I. 100% yeah. uh, You've got to get through the semi To get to the final Don't you Yeah I mean? of course Yeah, But you just You highlighted a Celtic Rangers final I, I'm just interested In your take on tomorrow I think you'll play I don't think it matters To Stephen Gerrard uh, What Wes Fotheringham thinks uh, All that matters To Stephen Gerrard Is that Rangers Make it to a final I, I, I totally agree with you Yeah I mean, last season, Alex Ferguson Done it with Jim Leighton Didn't he I mean uh, Les Sealy Can't remember like, That long ago It was a, a cup game Or something End up three each Or something A nightmare Next game he was roped for a replay I can't to, remember To be fair there's a um, subtle difference there Because Jim Leighton had a horror story And he was left out for the, the replay But I, I just think There's no sentimentality There's no I promise the player this I, side listen, I, I think the, the game's that. different here now I think the game's different I think If he had a look I'm just saying if Because I've experienced it in the past In, in the goalkeeper position Where in cup games Look I guarantee you You'll play the cup games But you're no number one Now if that's happened if then you're saying Steven Gerrard doesn't care about that The power of the dressing room nowadays Is different from What Billy's saying Is uh, uh, different You start going back in promises and assurances mm. You give players and influential ones at that You begin to get into trouble well, And I, I, I'm not saying now, that's, I'm, a I'm saying this. Gordon, that's a big if Because the conversation might never have happened yeah. I'm not saying this means that he's definitely going to play tomorrow But Rangers in particular are littered with examples of this I mentioned Jack Annick, I mentioned Matt Jelkson Perhaps the most famous one is Neil Alexander Played the UEFA Cup Final Alan yeah. McGregor was the number one They got to the UEFA Cup Final who, Quite a big deal Who won? And Neil Alexander played Who won? Sorry? Who won? What Zen- on Zenit. earth has that got to do with Zenit anything? Zenit won it, but the, the point is that <laughs> they're, the sticking, they're, they're talking no, but about you, But you mentioned all the, the examples over the years, starting with last season. So, so, so let me get this straight then. By your logic, because Zenit beat Rangers, Alan McGregor should play tomorrow. Every example you've given me, Rangers didn't win a trophy. That's fair. I don't mind that. But I'm talking about precedent. Yeah, listen, we, don't, we actually don't know what the conversation is between the, the, the manager and the player. Now, I am saying... From my point of view is I would go Alan McGregor Like the caller Billy Purely for the point of view is, is Because for me He is the number one yeah, of, I, course, of course you would pick him Who do you think will play? Well listen I, I, 
if the, if he's had that conversation uh, with Wes Fotheringham, he will play tomorrow. If he has given them assurances, he will play. I don't think he'll back down having spoken to him one to one and given assurances. Well, last we heard from Wes Fotheringham, I'm sure he said that he hadn't. Had assurances well, That's what he was saying in public So let's just Let's go guesses Hugh's made it abundantly clear Who do you think Will start tomorrow? You says he hasn't had assurances I'm, I'm sure that was the last then. time McGregor okay. If he's not had assurances Then it's got to be McGregor But I'll say for him <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like uh, Just makes up uh, Billy what about elsewhere then? There's obviously a bit of a, an issue A selection headache if you like At the top end of the, the pitch How are you solving that one? You know, I just have to you put the best guys out. Like, you can score for every avenue. I mean, I know you've got a recognised striker, but uh, at the end of the day, your team scores for the midfield, scores for defence. So, Billy, 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 who are you playing up there? Billy, you watch them, they watch the Rangers. Who would you actually play? You know, because there's, there's so many options. But that's the thing is, it's they can score for everywhere, but they've got this dilemma of who they have to play one up front. Who would you play? Who would you play up there? Well, I don't really know. I honestly, don't know. It's a tough one. Yeah. I've like, I, I, I play a winger through the middle. We've done with Neil McCann. He's a Celtic. Yep, yep. You just let him cause havoc. I mean, yeah. yeah park, maybe try something like that. I mean, yeah, well, a winger through the middle. Let him have a, a, a Roman uh, role. I mean, basically, it's just cause hassle all the time. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I've been a nice striker. I, I Ranger. So, as far as I'm concerned. Anything goes as long as you play, stay with it after the day and get when you get chances or score. I mean, um, but I would push a wee midfielder or, 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 or sorry, a wee winger through the middle. I mean, see if he can do for us. I mean, I'm not seeing many people go all out and say, I think that Sadiq will play. Not seeing many of those at all. Is that well, listen at the beginning of the show, I'm going, No chance he's going to play, and then within two minutes, a friend of mine texts and says, You better retract that wee man, it might come back to bite you tomorrow. but there's I only have, one recognised striker yeah, well, uh, they are, Surely he's got a chance, a chance to yeah. play You know you can't just rule him out and say There's no chance He's came from a decent club Rangers have brought him in on loan You'd think yeah. he stands a, a chance If he's the only striker there Rather than move Ken I mean Ken could do the job But Ken's on fire mm. just now on the wing You move him up front you might you, lose that, you, yeah. you might lose Whatever he's doing And there we are To be fair Everyone's pointing out On Twitter That Alexander played The UEFA Cup final Because McGregor was injured So that sort of Throws that out there But he was the UEFA Cup keeper During the run Wasn't he? Sure yeah. And then the previous rounds But going back to Sadiq have I made that up? 26 no, I'm going to agree with you Might have made it up Sadiq has played 26 minutes For the first it team would be, It would be astonishing If he played in a semi-final Astonishing yeah. no, Think bit, so. It depends on how You've shaped up this week You, you know mm. at, at the top of the show I say no But you never know but there you go Say you change say, say doesn't he play And you play Kent up there So who do you put in Kent's place Middleton Middleton would probably go out there Yeah Or uh, the boy Gresda Or Gresda there, yeah. So then you go How much football have they played Now I know more than Sadiq But you can't say that they've played No they haven't tore it up 10 games You know And they're They're right up to speed So whoever you're bringing in Doesn't matter which way you look at it They've not played a lot of football Ah there we are In fact Alan McGregor played a lot of you See that example I gave you Before cup Just bin it Just rip it up It was terrible It was hopeless You can just forget about it It makes no difference whatsoever <laughs> You say that was such a thought Arrow slaughtered I just remember listen, them I playing in the you. final I believe you break. Yeah, Anyway uh, Alan is in Irvine Hi Alan How you doing guys Alright Yeah good thanks Good I just wanted to come on Just basically uh, You're speaking about um, Hiller on with the point About the goalkeepers And things like that And obviously a wee thing With the uh, Rangers Obviously Strikers dilemma I think When it comes to Unless as you say Spodrum hasn't had any Assurances Then The same with uh, Scott Bain at Celtic 
you've got to go when it comes to semi-finals, your strongest possible teams. So you would therefore think that with Alan McGregor and Craig Gordon being number ones, it's quite it's quite a big game. Not saying that Fodenham couldn't do the job because he's a very good goalkeeper, same with Scott Bain. But I think you have to go with your strongest possible team for. I agree. Big big big, big events. Ah, it's regardless of whether. You're saying, yeah, I can come in and you can have, um, you can play all the tough games. Now, surely, as a backup goalkeeper, you have to be under the, the what's the word? Not under the impression, but you have to expect that when it comes to something like a semi-final, it's such, especially for us, for Rangers fans as well. We want to, we want the opportunity to get to a final, and to get to a final is that same as Celtic. The expression, the expression number one is used for a purpose because you are undeniably the better of the two goalkeepers. Yes. So uh, I see no justifiable reason for putting in the number two just because he's a nice bloke. He's a good singer. Uh, no, but it's just not that sure. See, the thing is to keep someone of his quality at the club. You might have to give that 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 assurance purely for the point of view is you're going to play some sort of football. Otherwise, you'll just spend the whole year of your career yeah. on your backside. It's not a young boy, and and it's yeah, like you know. in the old days it used to be you're the number one, and then you bring in a guy at number two, and he knew that and he accepted it. Things have actually moved on since then. But listen, it, it's a it is a dilemma. The reason yeah. why we're all talking about it, some people are saying. Listen, if he's given assurances, he's going to play, and then vice versa, play your strongest team. For Celtic Rangers, these games are of paramount importance for two reasons. One, for Rangers to end the years without a major trophy. For Celtic to retain all of the trophies at Celtic Park. So, I would think assurances come into this. No. And I think you play your number one because the game is where a number one should be. Uh, Alex, you've we're sort of picking the goalkeepers and whatever. Pick pick the one up front, Alex. The the pick yeah. the, the player up front. Yeah. Uh, I was I, I'm oh, actually struggling. I'm actually struggling. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if you got Arfield or someone like that. Someone with a wee bit of a presence that could actually hold the ball up. You know, I know he's not the tallest, but you look at Stephen Naismith, he'll run about and things and just try and bring the ball into play. Um, but then you take Arfield out. Uh, but he has he hasn't played the last couple of games anyway. No. He's been he's just coming back, isn't he, from injury? Uh, but again, listen, the the Sadiq, the more I'm thinking about the Sadiq thing mm. in terms of he's six feet three, four mark, he's a big old unit. So he may well be that focal point that we're, mm. we're talking about. They're actually missing through Morelos and uh, and uh, Lafferty. Yeah, I mean, Nace Oss is on Twitter saying, I think the panel have missed one view on this team for tomorrow. Leave Jack and Koulibaly in the middle. Leave Candace and Kent wide. Just bring Arfield in beside the Jaria to play attacking midfield and then switch who goes forward. And that way, minimal change to the players who are playing well. Is that something you you take into account in terms of... That's a, that's a valid point. Because I've, I've seen two schools of thought on Ryan Kent where they say he's in, he's in good form, so play him up front. But the, the flip side of that, you could say, well, he's in good form, so leave him where he is, where Absolutely. he's in good form. Listen, I would leave I would leave Kent on the wing. And it's interesting because uh, latterly in the, the, the Moscow game, uh, Spartak Moscow game He came central Gordon played as a number 10 um, For me He loses his Spark in there It gets overloaded You know Whereas when he gets the ball Out in the wide area He can back up the full back He can go inside Outside uh, And he's contributed uh, Quite a lot this season From that position So I'm not sure I prefer him In a more central role Where there's more midfielders And there's more centre mm. halves He's more he's back towards mm. goal Whereas he can get, get at people Alan more generally then Team selection aside How confident 
are you of a Rangers victory? I'm, I'm very confident. I'm very confident, and that's just purely because how how the manager's got his playing. But I think regardless, whoever I think that I was going to say, but the see the position, see how you know at the false number nine position rather than playing an out and out striker, see something like the role for I me. Mean, you play see just saying maybe even putting our field in there. I think that's exactly what I was going to say with Ajaria coming off and they, they swap him about, make a wee bit of a difference, do you know what I mean? And then if, if Sadiq plays, then you obviously have the good advantage of you've got Kent and Kandace, so if he wins balls in the air, you've got the boys in behind him. But I, I'm generally very, very confident, and I have been all, all the whole season, there's obviously been wee bits here and there, but it's massive, massive improvement, and I'm always confident when we go out that we're going to, going to win. We might not always, but uh, just the way everything's going, I think, We've got enough to beat Aberdeen Regardless of what who who's playing there History uh, always throws up a precedent I'm just, just standing here thinking Many, many years ago People were talking about who would play up front Rangers-Celtic final Rangers picked a 16-year-old schoolboy And he scored the winning goal Who was that? DJ You might have heard them <laughs> You know, so You know, it's funny Sadiq, we... Well, I was ruling him out on the basis of what Stephen Gerrard said in an interview a few weeks ago in this programme when they asked, what does Sadiq have to do to improve? Or which areas does he have to improve? And he said, everything. Mm. But if a 16-year-old can come in, play against Billy McNeil, score the winning goal, anything's possible. Right, let's hear from you if you were at a game today. St Mirren fans still waiting that first win. Under Oren Kearney and Partick Thistle fans Not quite as long a wait But waiting for the first win Under Gary Caldwell also We're going to hear from some of the managers involved as well Let's hear from you 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years It's Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Alex Ray Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We'd love to hear from you So give us a call or send us a tweet I'd like to hear from some of you who've been at games today as well Tell us what you made of it Happy, sad, somewhere in between Did the referee annoy you? That's usually uh, what we get on a Saturday evening So share it with us And Hugh Keevans, to be fair Michael has been in touch on Twitter mm. And I, I, I didn't want to give you too hard a time about this But about 457 people have tweeted in Because it's 20 years today since Luba Maravchik signed for Celtic And your infamous prediction that Correct. It wouldn't turn out to be a good signing yeah, well, So yeah. let's just address it, <laughs> shall we? Listen I, yes. you know, 20 years on People I've, still I've, I, know. <laughs> I, I, have, I have one main response to this I will never live it down But I prefer to be alive To live it down Than to die to avoid it So I'm quite happy wow, uh, What an answer deep. He'd rather be alive than dead that yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, well, I liked, I liked So also I, I make no apologies whatsoever I was a columnist In the Sunday Mail at the time I wrote that in the column And like And you have all, to call it As you see it yeah, at the time If you're like, going to get it wrong Q, yeah, Get, get it, it spectacularly That's the boy So uh, I, I used to meet Lubo Many times And we would laugh At that And to be fair Lubo had never heard of me either So uh, <laughs> That's just amazing they, they, they come back Every year And until The end of time They will come back Every October 27 and say 21 years ago today 29 years ago today uh, So Lubo was undoubtedly a genius uh, And What else can I say I got it wrong It will not be the last time Believe me 
But that, that's it, isn't it? 20 years and you're still getting pulled up yeah, for something yeah. that, that's I can't wait to the living. big 21st next you year. The, the people I'll be who, tweeting in. The, the majority of the people who are pulling me up on social media weren't old enough to have read it. But these things, <laughs> these things pass into history and you have to live with it. So you believe me, Twitterati folks, I don't <laughs> go home and weep. I just you go should. home. I just go home I have a glass of Yeah, I can't wait till the 20th anniversary of QOS On <laughs> Beat the Pod <laughs> you I may not be alive like Q suggests That'll be magnificent Right, back to today's football Let's hear from you 01419511025 Plenty of time to get into tomorrow's game as well David is from Dalmuir And he's a Partick Thistle fan Talk us through what you saw today, David Oh guys, what can I say? Um, let me first of all say I'm 46 years a Thistle fan and that team today, as it has been for all of last season and all of this season so far, is an utter, utter shambles. I really do feel that I think we're a point ahead of Allah where they've got a game in hand. We're sitting second bottom of the table. And really, I actually fear for Thistle. Um, I think we're going to possibly, we're going to be involved in a relegation fight again this year um, I really don't know where to start guys you sh- it was atrocious mm. the team's atrocious um, I don't know who to blame whether it was Archibald for the signings prior to him leaving the club um, Gary Caldwell I don't even know if Jose Mourinho could make that, that punch of guys into a team it is that bad and I think to be fair all the Thistle fans listening today who were at the game will agree entirely with me in 46 years, I have never seen such a shambles. Um, the, the boy doing the Air United keeper, he, he, did, he, he could have gone home at half-time. Nobody would have missed him. Uh, what about the, the, the new manager, David? It's obviously a, it's a, I mean, it's a bit early to judge. It's only two games, but are you seeing any, any differences, any, any signs for optimism under the new regime? Um, it's hard to tell. It's only his second game. I mean, last week against Alawa, I mean, to be beat by Alawa um, for a team that was last season or the season prior, sorry, was top six. Um, I think actual fact, the fact that we went top six that season was the fact that we weren't all that great. We never won a game after the split. It was the fact that everybody below us was even poorer than we were. Mm. Um, David, when we speak of Partick Thistle, we always mention the same names. You know, Chris Doolan, Chris Erskine. Is it the case, David, and you watch the team week in, week out, that they've gone to the well too often with the same players? Possibly. Possibly a few. Um, Chris Erskine came on today in the second half. He, he had no impact on the game whatsoever. Doolan wasn't even in the squad. He's out injured. Um, but the players that we brought in, that Archibald brought in, um, when he had the clear out after the, we got relegated, they're no better than the mm. players we get rid of I'll tell you what David David, Stay where you are And I'll play you Gary Caldwell's Post-match thoughts And you can uh, see if you agree Or not Here he is I thought we played well uh, for, for large periods again Much better than last week In, a, in an attacking sense And uh, sec- Even second half I thought Before they scored We were really on top And I thought The kind of The melees Inspired us I thought we looked like men And I thought this is our, our moment to, to go on and win the game and then concede a poor goal from a set piece and 
after that you're, you're chasing the game and then it, the game becomes a bit ragged but delighted with the, the performance again but keep saying I can't accept losing losing games of football That's the, the hard part isn't it because although there were shoots of recovery you need to get results Yeah we do and I said that to the players our mentality has to change uh, to, to get as good a performance away from home at Alawa concede four shots and, and lose and then today to play as well as that and lose then then it, it must be a mentality issue. It's not a, you know, the way we're playing or the quality that we have in the team. Uh, we have to change our mentality and in those big moments, find solutions to to the problems. How will you go about doing that? Do you think? We've had a quick discussion and it doesn't sound great for the players, so we'll have a think <laughs> over the next couple of days. But as it, you know, it's hard work. It's uh, winners and losers and training and and realizing that when you lose there's repercussions of that and, and you have to learn that quickly that this club shouldn't be losing football matches and, and we should be higher up this league but we are where we are for a reason and, and that has to change Right David uh, you've just heard your manager there do you agree or disagree with his assessment of the game? Well I, dis- I disagree entirely and I'll tell you why anybody that was at that game today as I said previously um, the the Air United boys doing the, the goalkeeper he could have gone home at half time. He had nothing. Any touches he got were passed back from his own back four. We did, he did not have a shot to save or any save to make from any thistle attack. So where Caldwell is turning and saying, you know, we were on the ascendancy, we were attacking, etc., etc. He was at a different game from me. Well, exactly, because I wrote down some of what he said, David, and it simply did not square with your assessment of the match. He said, we played well. We were better than last week. I am delighted with the performance. Now, David, on all three counts, your answer to that would be, you're having a laugh. I tell you what, Hugh, I I wish another Thistle fan would phone in. That team today got booed off the park. So that does not equate with what Gary Caldwell saying, um, they get booed off the park yeah. by the Thistle fans. Um, I, I'm sorry, I just don't agree with Caldwell. It was a different game from me then, that's all I can say. That's fair enough. Let's let's open out then, Partick Thistle fans. You've heard David's assessment. You've heard Gary Caldwell's assessment. Which one uh, are you choosing? 01419511025. It was, of course, former manager Ian McCall who inflicted the damage today, Hugh Keevens, oh. with Air United. Let's hear from him. Three... Very good shout for penalties. Bobby doesn't uh, give any night penalties, so um, we weren't likely to get one of them. Um, but our players, they, they'll never give up, and um, they, they came up. I don't know who scored either, Michael or. We think Michael's head was over the line, was it? Well, Murray's saying, like, <laughs> Murray's saying it's not, but you, you can say that, <laughs> wouldn't you? So, I mean, it's a big three points. It's like a home game for us, you know, we've got a thousand fans here. And, there's an expectancy now that we should beat Thistle and you know you look at the infrastructures of the club it's nine day but uh, you don't you know that doesn't matter come for your hope the rest of the team seems to be saying it's Michael's they'll run after him after I don't know I've no, no idea no idea I'm going to see it in the video uh, later on tonight but great to, as you said to come back with a victory after last week's disappointment yeah well they, they actually garnished a huge bit of confidence last week because we played ever so well in it. we played very unlike the way we usually play in the second half we did we were route one there's no doubt about it but it worked on that particular day and um, we should have got an equaliser for certain the, the two of those county boys admitted that so we were, we were disappointed but it gave them a lot of confidence 
And Craig Moore in for his first league start, we please with Yeah, him. absolutely. I thought he worked his socks off. There's four or five of them. Stephen Bell should be playing, Danny Harvey. You know, we've got a small squad, but there's four or five that really they should be playing, but you can only pick 11. But, you know, there'll be changes on Tuesday because it's a, a totally different challenge. Did you have a chance to speak to Bobby Martin? Cause we're all I spoke to him again yeah. before the game and we're all friendly and pally <laughs> and he uh, better not go to West End tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Which you just explain for the benefit of the listening audience that Squeege is better known to his wife and daughters as Mark Greedy. And does, by the way. And uh, secondly, great result for United, uh, even though there's a conspiracy against them because Bobby Madden doesn't give them penalties, according to Ian McCall. So we've uh, uncovered a conspiracy, another one in Scottish football. But it's a great result for Ian McCall and their United because they suffered a defeat last week. How would they bounce back? Well, they'll bounce back. In the very best way possible They've gone to Partick Thistle And won there Now Ian just has to explain to his boy Who'd be at the Partick Thistle end In a Partick Thistle shirt Because he's Partick Thistle daft uh, We did aim to do two things We are aiming to do two things I should say um, Tonight that's look back on today's games Look forward to tomorrow's games as well So let's stay on today Craig is a Killy fan in St John in St Johnson, that's a, mm. just a habit there from this afternoon. Just Johnson, you can drop the Saint. Hi, Craig. How we doing? Um, I'm just on my way back from the, today's game. Um, still in my pal's car, and I've just got to say, I think we were lucky for a point today. Um, I went to the game all too confident that we were going to make it five wins in a row. Um, seen seen a bit of the, the Rangers Hamilton game last week, and even though I think the the four one scoreline was a bit flattering for Rangers, I still think Hamilton played a good game for. The majority, so I, I still thought that we could go there today and, and get all three points. But I've got to say that we, we came out strong, and we don't usually come out strong. Not in 20 minutes, we were we were playing well. But again, we conceded from a set piece at St Mirren last week, and we've conceded from a similar free kick just across across goal. Nobody's put a touch on it, and the, the keeper's just um, stunned by it. I think um, we got a goal just before half time. We had that momentum there, and I said to my pal, I was saying, I, I hope we don't lose this momentum after half time. And, we just came out at half-time and looked a completely different side. I think Hamilton missed an open goal. Um, we, I think we just ran out of ideas. Chris Boyd came on the park and for the first 5-10 minutes he was on the park, I can't remember him touching the ball. And um, again, I, I, there's another thing I want to talk about, Greg Stewart as well. He was There was a counter-attack and um, the, the right-back's just kind of like blocking him off. And it, I seen that because I'm in the stand and it was right in front of me. He's just grabbed the right-back and stuck the head in him. The right-back's went down the referee's not seen it and I can see that getting investigated and again if if we weren't if we were playing a, a team higher up the league someday of a better start we've got to go to Rangers on Wednesday see we were playing Rangers today there would have been 4 or 5 one because we just weren't on it today and that's the first time that I think I can say that, this that that's a first as well Hugh Keevens we've never had a fan on shopping one of his own players on, on the open <laughs> well, line on, it's, on it's the a basis, tough skill tough yeah, skill Hugh it's a, it's a serious allegation and on the basis that we haven't seen it Then it's best not to comment We'll see uh, If television caught the incident And if there Will be Repercussions uh, I think Kilmarnock will feel Deeply frustrated Ronnie Charters Was our man at the game And he's been telling us That he could not believe It finished in uh, A one all draw But As I said You know You can keep your disbelief If Kelly had the chances Then If you don't take them That's your lookout well, let's hear a bit from Stevie Clark then We've just heard from Craig Who's a Kilmarnock fan on the line What did Stevie Clark make of it? No, Hamilton were good today uh, But they They got the game they wanted They got the way The style of play that they wanted uh, We didn't impose ourselves enough on the game So 
at the end of the day, probably a decent point for us. Six time in a row you've lost the first goal. How much of a concern is that for you? Is that six? I thought it was five. Hibs as well. Hibs as well. Well, we lost two Hibs. That's why we didn't win. We can only concede one and then come back and win. <laughs> <laughs> no concern. Uh, these little things happen in football. Sometimes you get a run or something. You lose consecutive goals. We lost two, two free kick goals very similar as well. You're going to bring that up if you lose another one next week. You know, these things happen in football. you just got to deal with them. Same half, you sort of got a lot of all one or two half chances, but not really that one chance that you could really. No, it was scrappy, it was a bit scruffy. I think it was only, it was one good chance in the second half, felt to the little boy at the back post for Hamilton. I think that was about the only chance in the second half. It was a lot of huff and puff, uh, not great football. Like I said, Hamilton imposed their game on us more than we imposed their game on Hamilton. And at the end of the day, there's another point, it's 13 points out of 15. If you'd said to me five games ago, we'd have 20 points. Second in the league. I'd have said, yeah, okay. Thanks to Craig, who's a Kilmarnock fan, and Johnson. We're going to continue looking back on today's games and looking ahead to tomorrow next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Clyde One, the official station of Glasgow Rocks. Taking on Worcester Wolves at the Emirates Arena, Sunday 5pm. Tickets at glasgowrocks.co.uk. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Um, plenty happening today in the world of Scottish football. Kilmarnock 1, Hamilton 1, St Johnson 2, St Mirren 0, Partick Thistle 0, Air United 1 and Dunfermline 0. Dundee United 2 Those were our featured matches this afternoon We've been hearing from you Partick Thistle fans Kilmarnock fans We've also got two huge games tomorrow as well Let's not forget the Betfred Cup semi-finals Laurie's in Denison That's what he wants to discuss tonight Hi Laurie Hello, good evening Hello uh, Looking forward to travelling through to Murrayfield tomorrow uh, For what promises to be an epic encounter uh, Hugh had said earlier in the programme uh, That the loss of Scott Brown I would be a blow of seismic proportions, a word to that effect. And I don't disagree with that. I think it will be a blow to Celtic. It would be daft to say otherwise. He's a very influential figure uh, as captain of our team. However, balance against that, it should be remembered that Hearts too are not without their injury problems. They have lost uh, and, uh, for, and are going to be suffering that loss for some considerable time. Uh, the first choice defence of central defensive partnership of a... Uh, Christoph Berra and John Suter. They've also lost the big guy, Uchi Igpiadso, uh, who has made such an impression uh, in the first quarter of the season. We also have our uh, injury problems, but after the dust settles, I do expect Celtic will prevail because under Brendan Rodgers, we have won the games that mattered. Uh, when the chips were down, uh, we've come up trumps, and I don't think it'll be any different tomorrow I, I think that the Rangers-Aberdeen game is an equally attractive fixture and I think that uh, by five, 6 o'clock tomorrow uh, whenever the Rangers-Aberdeen game finishes uh, you'll find that the old firm will contest the first major cup final of the season um, I think Aberdeen will lose to Rangers Laurie, that's for sure uh, You know, Tonight they fall to 8th place on the table by virtue of St Johnston's win over St Mirren I don't think they're in any kind of form to be taking on Rangers. Even a Rangers side who, uh, and everyone in the programme's had their guess about who would play as the main striker. 
The Hearts Celtic game, Laurie, is is a much different proposition for me. You know, Hearts, to be fair to them, are six points clear of Celtic at the top of the table, and that is minus while they are minus Suter, Piazzo, uh, and Christoph Berra. Um, I I I do think that the loss of Brown, I do think that the loss of Brown is seismic. Uh, he is a player without replica at Celtic Park at the moment. You know, you could. You could replace Sinclair with uh, Lewis Morgan or do this or that in other parts of the, the the team, but I don't think you can replace Brown fully. However, you're right, they have risen to the occasion in two years under Brendan Rodgers. They very much have to rise to the occasion this time, Laurie, because uh, you know yourself, you're going to be there. The atmosphere will be that of almost... A Rangers Celtic game Except it's a team from Glasgow And a team from Edinburgh You're going to have to cope with that Celtic can't be doing with Defensive mistakes Of the kind that they make In Europe And which have such a devastating impact On them in Europe Because You lose the first goal in Europe With Celtic And they fall apart after that Laurie Yeah there there have been frailties in Europe Uh, Of course there's a A chasm of a difference Between uh, the domestic game uh, and the challenges facing Celtic on the continent. I do think it'll be a closely contested game, Hugh. But as I say, I, I am confident that Celtic will prevail. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there because I argued earlier with Hugh. If, Celtic if there's an never, argument, Brendan Rodgers has never lost a, a domestic cup yeah. game. In charge if there's of an argument about Celtic missing players and how that could affect, you know, Scott Brown missing. I agree. Is it hugely influential? Or you've got Boyata missing and it's going to impact. Well, Hearts are missing their key players also. And if you look at both squads, when fully fit, the Celtic squad is miles stronger. You take a few of them out, you still look at both squads. The Celtic squad is still miles stronger. And you go, well, Hearts are top of the league, yes they are. But Celtic have started to play particularly well domestically over the past couple of weeks. And I know you're taking Brown out, but Brown wasn't there against Hibs for the large part of the game. I think Rogic will play. And I just think... If Celtic play the way they have done mm. In the past couple of weeks domestically They should be able to beat Hearts On that big surface at Murrayfield Rather than the tight enclosure that's Tynecastle Let's try and get through as many more as we can John's in Cope Bridge John, how do you see it going tomorrow? Hi guys, how you doing? Good I, uh, I've already been on here Sure, a couple of times I know I don't. I, I miss Scott Brown right he's playing But as I've, I've, I've pointed out and reiterated That sometimes the Celtic play more attacking football When Brown's not playing and as Mark uh, said there about last week, they, most of the game he wasn't playing. And I, I think Celtic will hammer Hearts tomorrow 4-1. I'm a very, very confident. I think Cham will take the game with the scruff of the neck tomorrow. And they'll fill Brown's boots tomorrow. And I think they get, they'll, Celtic will, as, as Mark says, the big part will suit Celtic tomorrow. And I think Rovich will be the star of the show. And I'm going for 4-1. John, uh, I, I, have, written, I have written down your name, John from Cope Bridge, and I've written down 4-1, because if I'm getting hammered 20 years after <laughs> I have uh, got some things wrong, I'm taking you down with me if it's not 4-1. Right, no bore you. It won't be the first time I've been took down. <laughs> Alex, can you make any case for the, 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 the dynamic of that Celtic midfield being... Better without Scott Brown in it I know he's obviously the, I mean he is the first name in the team sheet yeah. Does John have a point at all In terms of maybe moving it a bit quicker Getting it listen, forward quicker I, I don't know Listen I think the, the, the thing about Scott Brown he, He's been pretty much instrumental 60 games a season for the last couple of years He will be missed from the point of view As he pulls people about When the game's flat He's a guy, go-to guy Maybe lays a, a tackle on someone 
And he gets the team moving in the right direction uh, He's the leader uh, It's okay saying Sham I'll take the game by the scuff of net But Sham is actually playing with Brown on a weekly basis And doing that anyway So he's doing that, the boy I, I seen Hearts a few weeks ago I, I thought the bubble would burst with Hearts I thought I said at the time I felt that the next four or five games are crucial for them this season But having seen them This was a day that they actually lost three goals at early doors and I felt at the time, I thought, this team are not bad. I said to Mark off air when one of the breaks earlier on, he says, listen, they're really strong. And and it doesn't matter whether you take the three out because they've bounced back straight after the, the Rangers game and one as well. So when you take all that into consideration, this has the makings mm. to being a brilliant game tomorrow. Let's hear from Oren Kearney, shall we? Another defeat for St Mirren this afternoon. I can only talk about my own emotions at the time and, and I suppose as a privileged fan standing close to the game on the side, you talk about momentum swings, you talk about things that possibly change games and and yes we were disappointed with the decision in the first half that, that, that went against us or that, that didn't go for us to, to give ourselves a penalty which which I think by all accounts was, was absolutely nailed on. In the same stretch we're 67 minutes in and it's and it's all squared. The man of the first goal is disappointing. Uh, I absolutely fancy Craig to save the penalty for some reason, I don't know, you, I'm, I'm ever the optimist, I don't know but I don't know, I had a really good feeling about him and I had a really good feeling that he would save the penalty and and when the second one goes in, I actually said to myself, "Is our day, and this is, and you know, this this will be the change." And I suppose the reason for you asking that question is you probably felt exactly the same. You think, "Well, this is one of these days where they don't take their chances, and and, and we go and snatch something or get something." And and probably the lack of reaction that last fifteen minutes. You know, I've tried to change it and be inventive and go three four three. You're trying anything to try and to try and create that chance or give us the opportunity of, of getting that chance, but just disappointing. I suppose the scars from the last few weeks and months, I suppose, are, are prevalent when it gets to that stage. Right, he doesn't sound too pleased about what he's seen there. You know, talking about the, you know sort of lack of confidence, if you like, coming from well, basically the results this season. It was a lack of belief in the last fifteen minutes, but something a lack of reaction, something along those well, lines. He's talking about the two yeah. penalty misses, and he's looking for a power surge from his team because yeah. of St yeah. George's two penalty misses. But it didn't come, and they've got a massive game against Motherwell midweek. If it doesn't come, then. It, after two penalty misses You wonder when it is going to come For St Mirren players When is it going to kick in And they're going to realise Look we need to get ourselves out of hole here Because The weeks are yeah. passing by The defeats are stacking up now For Oren Kearney It has to come to an end sometime The players have to take responsibility Though uh, And their performances are way short Of what's required yeah, listen, you look at the last 10 games, for instance, Gordon, it's nine losses. So, you know, clearly they're conceding too many goals, they're struggling to score. I thought Simeon Jackson would be a really good addition, uh, you know, because he looks lively. You see him in the footage, the highlights that you see, he's always getting a little sniff. But he sounded a bit down there, Ronan, in terms of, you know, the reaction from his team. Um, you know, he's obviously disappointed in not getting a, a penalty call earlier on in the game. And it may take something like that that they get a decision Maybe, yeah. to, to, to fall on their lap to get that thing. But Hughes writing exactly what he says The, the game on Wednesday night against Motherwell is massive Yeah, Sean and Paisley uh, says St Mirren need to give Kearney backing in January Revamp the squad and sort Stubbs' mess out And he also suggesting Stephen McGinn uh, Could get a bit of a rest, he says, for a few games So um, Has, has uh, Oren Kearney not brought in four players already? Yeah, he has already, yeah So, you know, it's not strictly accurate mm. to say that the, the board haven't backed me, I don't think he's saying that they haven't Just that they perhaps have to, do to more. keep doing, the problem, keep doing the, that Hugh, The problem they have is He was on record the other day Saying that they have to reduce the squad Because it's top heavy yeah. Okay That just about brings us to a close For tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard But don't forget We are back tomorrow We wouldn't be anywhere else Let's be honest What a day 
of Betfred Cup semi-final action we have in store A couple of things for you to remember We are on air from 1 o'clock You can find us here on Clyde 1 as always And you'll also find us on Clyde 2 Because at 4 o'clock we're going to switch over And be purely on Clyde 2 But that's really simple Digital radio on the Radio Clyde app Smart speakers and even uh, just on 11.52am So you will find us very easily Indeed Thank you to Hugh Keevans Mark Wilson and Alex Ray For joining me Gordon Duncan Thank you to the top team All around the grounds And as always The biggest thanks Goes to you Thank you for listening Thanks for all your calls And tweets We will do it all Over again tomorrow Your weekend can truly begin Next though In the company of Clyde One's GBX And it's Cassie In for George This afternoon If you want to get in touch oh treble three twenty twenty four hundred. One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.